Welcome back to Down to Watch. Hello. Welcome back. That's Raul. I'm Dan. Hey, Dan. And this week, we watched Raul's life story come to oh, life. Oh, no. No. Um, not paying me for my life rights? Okay, tell Some me, though. Not paying me. So I'm not watching this fool. I know yes. where you live. I know what your house looks like. Oh, yeah. L.A. in general. This is L.A. in general. But a oh, lot of yeah. this is just very L.A. Uh, Hispanic family uh, mm-hmm. centric. Did you th- think that some of this was kind of eerie when you were watching this? Were you just like, I mean, not eerie. Uh, I get what you're saying yeah. by saying eerie, and I think that's more because it's rare to see it on TV. Like mm-hmm. you don't get more and more. You know, um, we've had like on my block and like uh, what's that other show that we covered here on the on the pod the first episode of. This uh, something. When was it? The one about the taco shop and the guy, the the kid is trying to like do better marketing for it or whatever. I forget taco that. Shop. Oh wait, woke? No. No, this something. Oh, uh, I don't know. It was about Latinos. Uh, oh, anyways, okay. So, yeah. so in a similar vein, like uh, we don't see this much, so this so much, so maybe it's a little bit. Uh, it's like a kitschy, maybe to see it uh-huh. happen. Right. But it's not eerie. It's like, yeah. it's neat. It always makes me, it makes me root for a show more when it's coming from a place that I recognize. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Why wouldn't right. it? Yeah. Plus, you, you know, I say representation and, matters. Right. Exactly. And it reminds me of how, so I saw um, our buddy Demi, Demi Indijuibe, um, yeah. who I follow on Letterboxd. And I love seeing his little reviews of things. I think I sent you, it was, it was related to a different comment he made about Nope. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. But he made a comment about how, like, it's just so great to be seen. Yes. You know, like on, in a thing, you know, that's just like not typically, because obviously that's why the Jordan Peele stuff with the horror movies mm-hmm. uh, involving black people is like very unique because it's like we'd only ever see them and they would get killed. And that and, was it. And his horror movies tend to take turns that your average horror movie wouldn't take. They often on top of it, yeah, their, they're great yeah. films. Yeah. So, no, I totally get that. So, so, so when I saw been that seen. this fool, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. this fool was coming out. I saw the trailer maybe like a week ago when we were we're when doing we were the upcomings, up our, uh, right. upcomings. Yeah. Yep. Uh, so I wasn't like primed for it. As far as uh, the comedians involved with this, uh-huh. I do know some of the Instagram like uh, jokes that these guys make. Yeah, uh, and I've been hearing the name Frankie Quinones for like a long time already. He's been around uh, like uh, radio, LA radio, and podcasting. Is that the main while. guy, or is it the other guy? No, the that's the cousin. Frankie Quinones is uh, the the character that you would think of as the the. Oh, he's the ex con, I guess. The easiest way to say his cousin, right? The, the cousin. cousin. Yes, yeah. Yes. So okay. The lead is um, that's uh, Julio. I forget it. Yeah, I'm Chris Estrada. Chris Estrada, thank you. He's a stand-up com- uh, comedian who's been around for a little while already. You've heard, you, uh, you've heard of him, huh? I haven't heard of I him. I have. Or seen him around? Yeah, I haven't really. But I okay. can't think of anything in particular that I know him from. I just same for same for Frankie Quinones, and maybe his name is a little bit like it. it it's a little more musical, so you kind of remember it more easily. Yeah, but I've been hearing these guys' names being tossed around in LA comedy for a little while. Oh yeah, okay. I see. Uh, Chris Estrada. Yeah, he's probably more of a stand-up because he's only one, two, three, four, five, six, seven credits in the last eight, nine, nine years. And so. and his IMDb picture is up in front of yeah. the sign of the Improv. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> in case you were wondering what he did. Yeah, but right. um, but my question to you is, uh, is that dude the cousin? Uh, sorry, I forgot his name again. Frankie Quinones. Is he yeah. uh that TikTok guy? Who does yes. the videos in the backyard? Yeah. Oh, okay. He does uh, oh, the, shit. the yeah. exercise, cholo workout. Cholo so. workout. Yeah. yeah. I was just yeah, like, yeah, because I'm watching him on this show and I'm like, dude, this is exactly like the guy who was yeah. on that TikTok. Oh, that's hilarious. I'm sure he's, that's funny. he's uh, a lot of the information crosses over, you know, that's a Venn diagram sure. that overlaps. Yeah. Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like it's like, this is like, 
the, a character that he was born to play, like completely so, in his wheelhouse. Let me let me set the show up for if you're listening to the ep- yeah. uh, the episode without uh, having watched the show. <laughs> I'm gonna read the the ta- the log line. Oh, on, we did this in the upcoming. That, remember, role, yeah. Did, yeah, yeah, Julio yeah. Lopez, comma a punk ass bitch with a heart of gold who goes out of his way to help everyone but himself. That's not a sentence. I just realized <laughs> that's that doesn't have a predicate. But all right, uh, Julio Lopez, a punk ass bitch with the heart of gold who goes out of his way to help everyone but himself, is the show about. A dude who is like, like a nerd. He's a nerd. He is specifically yeah. Hispanic nerd, but and a, and a very specifically an LA like native, like South Central Los Angeles native, yeah. uh, nerd. Right. Of which there are plenty. Not every guy who's born in that entire area comes out like straight hood or like you know rough and tumble. How would you compare your nerdiness to his? Oh, is different. he more? Is it's different, right? Yeah, because mine it's is, like interests. Mine is, mine is born from an yeah interest in like fantastical nonsense and storytelling and stuff like that. Where his right. is more of like a, and it fits in what his character is doing. His is yeah. more in an organizational type of nerdiness, and with yeah. that nerdiness, he has gone to. Uh, he's not a volunteer. He works at a place yeah. called. Remind me the name. Oh yeah, it's called the th- uh, Hugs Not. Thugs? Hugs? Hugs, not thugs. Something like that, yeah. Uh, yeah. The logo being a fist with the with the word hugs uh, yeah. tattooed on the, on, the, yeah. on the fingers. Now, this is basically like a setup for like, or um, a spoof on like Homeboy Industries, right? Do you, yeah. you know about Homeboy Industries? Uh, remind me of that. That does sound very familiar. That's, a, that's the same. It's basically uh, the same thing. It's a thing here in uh, downtown LA, or at least I know that's where they're, that's where they're at now. Uh, it's a volunteer organization that's oh. basically built to rehabilitate gangsters coming out of jail. Right. Uh, I didn't know about it. Is, it is. It's. I think it started as a, a restaurant, but now it's like everything. It's like wow, fashion oh. brand and all this stuff. So when they're talking in the show about how, oh, maybe this was episode two or mm-hmm. two or Which three. I saw two. So I don't. Dude, know is how that many the, you saw where he's da- on the dating app? Is that the dating app? No. Part? No. no. Oh, okay. So he's, that must be they're, three. They're, the second episode is. Which, let me say, the first episode, the humor was maybe a little broad for me. It wasn't it okay. was yeah. more of the tropey gangster stuff than like maybe jokes that might hit people who were in the neighborhood. Right. But by, I think by the second episode, you start to get a lot more jokes aimed squarely at, at, well, uh, at that audience and just kind of asking everybody to come along. Right. And what happens, I think, too, with a lot of these types of shows where you can tell like... They probably had a pilot script for a long time and yeah. they perfected it and they like molded it. It's like a little mini movie in a way. Like there's act yeah, one, act two, act three. It's the exact premise of the show as, as, as well a as a whole. Yeah. yeah. Like if you said, oh, okay, this is this is a short film. All right. Then and it would have been fine. Like that's it. Like uh, you could you could say that. But uh, so in that way, it has to be a little broader, I think, like you're saying, you know. And I even yeah. made a note. There was one scene where. Uh, there's like a push-up. They're doing like this push-up uh, thing. Uh-huh. And it's just like another tacked-on thing that I felt like it could have been cut. It didn't really flow with the episode. It kind of went against what, what Julio... So like Julio is watering his plants and up until that point, he's trying to prove that, okay, yeah, he's a punk-ass bitch, but like, you know, he gets oh, things done right. or he can help his cousin or whatever. Mm-hmm. And his cousin, the, the idea is I thought was like that his cousin's coming around to like respecting him and whatever. Right. And then they have this random scene of him like, okay, he's watering plants and he's like, okay, let me do some push-ups and uh, yeah, spill and water on him or whatever. A, well, he's using a ba- uh, a trash bag full of water yeah. as a makeshift weight to uh, to make it a harder yeah. push-up. Right. I think the premise there is that, or I think the, the original premise, and like you said, the pilot. Um, was probably built with this premise in in, li- in mind. Yeah, is that uh, the main characters are gonna uh, Julio and uh, Luis are gonna learn from each other, right? Like, yes, like Julio is also not a complete person and needs to needs mm-hmm. uh, Luis to like round him out. Yeah, uh, but I think that you kind of lose that in at least the second episode when basically the whole premise is that Luis's old way of seeing things is past. And yeah. It doesn't oh, yeah. really work that much. Yeah. Uh, also, uh, Julio does lack some things. Obviously, the mm-hmm. backbone to stand up to uh, to those guys that are blocking is that's right. his major like or the ex girlfriend stuff. 
I think the ex-girlfriend, I think, is a different type of conflict. I don't think he's meant to overcome that. I think they're, you're meant to like her and, and for well, them to end up, like, back together or something. Oh, I don't know. Maybe. About how You'll see, maybe. like, yeah, like by episode the, three. I, like, she obviously yeah. says she, she pulls a, a move that uh, exists where with they a go, car. like, hey, you want to hang out? Or oh. should I go hang out with this guy that I, that I used to date and right. then maybe gonna date again? Yeah. Using it like a threat that she's hanging over him a little bit, you know? Right. Which is a real shitbag thing move to do. For yeah. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but I don't think her character, at least in the first couple episodes, uh-huh. comes off as like bad. I think no, she's meant not, to be charming. It's not bad, and it's just like a like a thing in his life that's just like can be a real dynamic, you know? Even mm-hmm. if it's like. He's not, you can see like kind of on paper she's probably not the best thing for him or whatever but it's like oh, yeah. uh, she's totally it's using real. him and he and yeah. his cousin maybe in that yeah. same vein of like uh the cousin's supposed to teach him things about the world that uh-huh. he's not teaching himself mm-hmm. uh yeah, he's telling her yeah she's um she's using you now here's where yeah. the most interesting thing i think of uh, intellectually about this show comes i think it's a funny show okay. uh-huh. and the first episode's not as funny as the second episode I love the joke about mm-hmm. listing off all the different old homies and the reasons why they can't go fight. Yeah, that yeah, was that was fun. creative. That was fun. But what I really find interesting in the first episode, and I hope they do it more, is uh-huh. that very quickly, uh, Julio uh, speaks truths to himself. Like uh-huh. he'll throw up a fake reason or an argument for something. The person that he's talking to will throw it back at him and he will immediately say, you're right. That's true. I am doing that. I'm not standing up for myself. I am yeah. your, uh use me. And that's interesting. That's like, right. like a very like, if you have a main character who's so like self-aware and like willing to like change. Yeah. And, and he's like a served up as a dork. I think uh-huh. like his success might be a really good like message for, hey, fix your shit. Yeah. And it's, I feel like a very modern uh, yes. character where, you know, because a lot of our people today in general were about more about self-help and self-awareness and being open with like issue some of your issues your shortcomings or whatever you know what i'm saying so Mm -hmm. it's good that they're yeah presenting that um because that does feel very uh of the moment of today yeah um so uh oh what about uh, Imperioli, Michael Imperioli. Oh yeah. So he so uh, he great. He doesn't come out in the second episode. Does he pop oh. up more later? He comes out in the third or okay. third third or fourth. I'm trying to Maybe see I'll how see many four. episodes he's in, but it doesn't say. Um, I think, I think it only lists him as in one, so that's wrong. Uh, yeah, that's for sure wrong. Oh yeah, that's weird. Yeah, no, that's for sure wrong. Um, it's so for those that need the, a reminder, Michael Imperioli from The Sopranos. Who played uh, Christopher. Christopher? Christopher. Christopher. Yeah. He, uh, Christopher Moltisanti. Yeah. He's a big time actor. Uh, I would say mainly from that, obviously, but um, it's always great to see him, even though he's very old now. It's it's interesting to see him aged. Mm-hmm. Um, but then, yeah. And, we, what, and he's uh-huh. basically the leader of this. Uh, or he's so the, he's a pre. He's a father. He's a minister. He's a minister. Yeah. Yes. Minister. That's a better word. Yeah. He's kind of a relaxed priest basically mm-hmm. yeah and he helps run um those sit down what do you call those uh with the with like aa meeting style oh um, like a group therapy group, type thing. right right exactly yeah and so i think it was episode three or four that i saw that uh he he, he plays a pretty big role in trying to help uh, Luis get over his ex-wife and stuff and we're, we learned some things from about him too that i was not expecting that kind of come out of nowhere about some of his trials and tribulations too mm-hmm. so they are delving into um, some of the other characters as yeah, well. He's, a, he's yeah. an interesting character. In the first episode, he's very um, foul-mouthed and uh, uh, mm-hmm. angry about uh, things not being fair, you know, mm-hmm. things not like stuff like that. But he's also very clearly uh, caring. Like he meets Luis and gives him a hearty handshake and he welcomes him and he hopes that he'll mm-hmm. stick around. Right. Um, I, I like while Luis is there that all the arguments uh, Julio makes for uh, Hugs Not Thugs are very valid, uh, uh-huh. starting with the life expectancy of a gangster yeah. versus a nerd or a, what does he call it? Not a nerd. He calls him something. Uh, punk ass bitch, a lot right? Of, that was the punk there, ass bitch. There's now. a couple of um, slurs in mm-hmm. this show that we as a populist try not to use that often anymore. 
Uh, like what? what no, I don't want you to say it, but I'm just like right, right. Uh, oh, specifically, I think the, the if it's the like a shortened gay uh, slur is really oh right about. And yeah, yeah, and they, they reference are, that. They reference they, that. Don't it's they? very yeah. clearly said that's not yeah. the world anymore, bro. Right. That's not how the world is. Mm-hmm. And I, I thought it was said in a very smart, smart, not in the what they, how they said it, but in the way that they're. They, it was, it, it was tossed off. It was mm-hmm. like it wasn't made a big deal. It was like that's not. Don't even. Don't even. Yeah. Don't, like they weren't trying to get it for a joke. There was no aspect and of it, it that was trying preaching. to be funny. It was straight up like yeah. stop that shit. We don't. Yeah. We don't mess with that shit anymore. Yeah, that one I dude. It. I liked it. Speaking of that dude, uh, I gotta look up. His Are we name. talking about the uh, the cupcake guy? Yeah, dude, he steals the show when he comes in there. He does have a lot of. He's real. Um, Chef Percy Williams, played by Jamar Malachi Neighbors. Uh, he plays. He's choose scenery like a Marvel. Yeah, he's like he, but he is charming. He's uh, he's you know who, the, who that character is. That's huh. Ritz, what's his name. That's uh. That's just a, a, a take on, uh, oh, shoot, I, Terry Crews. That's just a take on Terry Crews. Yeah. Oh, it, yeah. 100%. It's right there. Yeah. There's a little but more. That's a character, though. Yeah. And there's like a little more lovability, a little less edge, just because Terry Crews is so huge and, and dominating. You know, this guy's a little kind of just a normal, normal dude, even if he is pretty ripped. Um, right, he's not as big as yeah, he's not yeah. as big as. Uh, but they're both cartoony, kind of have that cartoon and, and like super smiley kindness. Although our character here by the second episode is a little sharper, he does tell them to get their shit together and to like, yeah, he, he yells at them. He yells at them. Or he even gets excited. Let me say the premise of the second episode, which yeah. is pretty fun. Uh, it's basically the Luis character runs into a uh, Devante. Uh, a black guy that he used to have what basically amounts to racial gang violence against. Yeah, who is a weebay in uh, in the wire? That's what I know oh, yeah. from originally. Yeah. Oh wow, I didn't recognize. Um, him. I'm pretty sure. Let me double check his character name from that because I was just testing my own knowledge. But yeah, go ahead. Keep so going. he's uh so so they basically tell each other we'll meet you at the park we'll meet you at the flagpole at five, uh, and uh, they each go off on their way and we only follow Luis as he goes to gather up all his old homies after coming out of jail to put together a proper rumbling uh, crew. Uh-huh. Uh, the first person they get uh, his his old homie who is an actual actor who's been in a bunch of stuff. I believe his name is Quet. Uh, <laughs> what is his name? He's got a very <laughs> funny name. Quete uh, Yeska. His name is Quete Yeska. <laughs> Uh, Are you talking about in the park I, when they show up in the park later? Well, but before. Oh, like, okay. The first guy that he goes to get oh, is an uh-huh. actor called Cuetayesca, uh, which is the Spanish like uh, slang words for uh, firearm and weed. Um, <laughs> and that's his real name. That's his actual name in real life. Oh, okay. Uh, the actor or the character, I don't know, but the character is suffering from sciatic uh, problems. Right. Uh, so he instead enlists his young tap dancing stage son, uh, a red shirt, black panted young thin boy <laughs> who appears ready to act out any scene from West Side Story, West Side Story but yeah. ends up being the hardest guy in the van. Yeah, right. <laughs> pretty fun. That was a pretty uh, fun character. Uh, what was I going to ask you about that? And then I just want to say we go through a Keep bunch going. of different like. Uh, stereotype Mexican stereotypes uh, as we see the other gang members that he can't get and they're pretty fun they're pretty fun uh, stereotypes you know I, w- I was gonna have you translate the name of the episode is putazos oh yes what does this mean does <laughs> that mean like this puta is a word is that this like is a word no 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 oh okay uh, yes yes oh, I mean okay. that word is in there but that it doesn't okay. have anything to do with it yeah it's okay. a word that gets tossed around around me uh, fairly oh, okay. often uh-huh. putazos are just uh, like uh, oh shit how would you say like if you if you were in an ass if you got an ass kicking you got a bunch of putazos you got them all they're like shots slugs oh, like, okay. like hits you know oh, okay i'm gonna give you a putazo these are not good words i should not be saying this word uh i mean it's a <laughs> is bad it about word, is it about yeah, it's yeah. a oh, foul okay. language technically but i don't care no but that's uh, what i'm saying is, yeah. like i yeah some i'm gonna of hit this. you real hard i'm gonna hit you real hard so it's I'm about the lead up to the fight of the like yes, that we're gonna throw down the gonna putazo. exchange he yeah, actually yeah. uses it i believe i i think when and he's doing his speech about like you might know this neighborhood, but I'm an expert at getting my ass kicked. Mm. Mm-hmm. I think he says I'm an expert at getting putazos or something like that. Oh, okay. Yeah, I didn't yeah. hear it in the episode, but I was it's like, a oh, it's interesting. Funny word. It's a very funny word. Yeah, and I figured you would know um, 
know what it meant because that's another yeah. thing dude it's just like some of this stuff doesn't translate to people that right. aren't from the like uh some of the other episodes los botes uh the boats or the, it could be the boats it could be b-o-t-e-s could be like containers of some sort yeah i don't know i was just looking at random I'm episode to find, names where's the episode list e2 julio tambien that's like E2 oh, Mama Tambien. Yeah, right. yeah. And, but it's just Julio. Oh, here we go. Ten, ten episodes. Okay. Storm is coming. Putazos. Uh, emotional. Timothy. E2 Julio Tambien. Sandy says. Los Botes. Shitter get off the pot. Devil made me do it. Fuck the rich. And a fresh start. Yeah. I yeah. agree with all that. Mostly yeah. the second to last one. So are you going to keep watching this thing? Yeah. Yeah, I'll think? keep watching this. This is a show cool. that I'm going to tell people I know to watch. Um, like, lo- for sure, I local. I mean, most people excellent. you know anyway are from... That's why. Yeah, that's yeah. why. Yeah, yeah. Because I don't think this show is excellent. I think it's pretty good. Yeah. Uh, it feels homegrown. It feels like a homegrown yeah, type. It's going to be one of those shows where you see a lot of stuff that you go, I know that place. Oh, I get what they mean. Oh, that's fun. Uh, there's a joke in... Um, uh, what's the? Oh, I'm not, I forget. But there's a joke hmm. in a sit, in a Netflix sitcom that was a remake of a of like a white people sitcom from the 70s and 80s that got uh-huh. turned Latino. Uh-huh. Uh huh. And there's a joke where she pulls out the like royal crown margarine tub from the from the uh, refrigerator yeah. and starts eating out of it. Right. Yeah. And that is a joke that I get because that mm. is what a lot of Latinos use as Tupperware. So that was not margarine in that tub. Oh, it was it. leftovers of whatever they were having. <laughs> right. So like, yeah. so I think there's going to be a lot of stuff like that where yeah. you get the joke because it's more about how you be than like what's funny about it. Right. And this show, I'll give it respect for some of the timing, uh, especially in the first episode. There's like, because uh, when uh, his ex-girlfriend has the car, mm-hmm. uh, we assume it's just her and her car cruising around. Uh, and then we see a, a Siggy weed come into the the frame, oh, yeah. and her friends yeah, 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 in the yeah. in the passenger seat. So there's some stuff like that that's just like pretty well timed. And, and I know these people. Like even yeah. if I don't, if I'm I'm not one of them or my family, they don't reside within my family. I've met all these people throughout Los Angeles a million times. Sure, these comedians, these uh, we'll say the two guys, the his girlfriend. Uh, their timing, their like camaraderie is very good. Like they're good at yeah. like zinging back and forth so yeah uh if the if the joke writing steps up just a little bit the show could be really really good as yeah. it is i'm still gonna recommend it to people yeah for sure yeah and i like the uh there was a random moment at the end of i don't know if it was the first or second episode with the nunchucks there's like oh, a random dude wonderful doing nunchucks like just yeah. not even involved in the scene and just like they're doing his thing so there the, there's a bus stop in front of a store with just the name soccer stores of which there are lots not affiliated to each other at all uh they're mm-hmm. sitting there the 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 cousin is sitting on the uh waiting for the bus uh and uh julio comes up to you know have a heart to heart with him yeah whatever. yeah the entire scene there is a man standing next to the bus stop practicing nunchucks and randomly, about two thirds through the scene, drops them by accident, yeah. picks them up, and continues. So good. <laughs> He's so like, oh good. fuck. He's like, oh shit. Oh yeah. shit. You're like, he oh, okay. He's he not that good. Thing. He I was like, you look pretty good. Yeah, looking look pretty good. All right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that that's was fun. Good. That was a great scene. I'm glad you remember that joke because it's. Very yeah, good. I wrote it down because I was like, oh, that's fun. That's like a you fun. You were right thing. though. That scene where he's doing the push-ups with the bag. Even the joke where he goes, "Oh, you look all sweaty. Let me let me cut this bag open and get yeah. this water out and get yeah. you wash you off or whatever." Yeah. Um, he um that he looks like it was pulled pure directly from the TikTok stuff. Right, that doesn't even why, look like it belongs on the show. That's and that's why I'm saying like that first episode's kind of long. It's way longer than the other episodes, mm-hmm. and it's like it, it's one of those things where they Ooh, just they left in. Their, they couldn't kill their babies. Yeah, yeah, because they kill their jokes. They couldn't get them out. Right, because when you're watching the flow of a show, I don't want characters going back on things that like we just established, like the way things right. are kind of headed, and all of a sudden, wait, why? Why making that joke again? Yeah, even though exactly. we already established. Yeah. Exactly. So that was my one thing that I was like, uh, you're right. Yeah. I, I think this happens maybe maybe we're speculating entirely here but yeah. uh, like you said the maybe the pilot's been around for a long time people fall in love with jokes people fall, they're like their children they go like they'll fight for them they'll try to keep them in you end up with like an overbloated a uh, pilot maybe that's why mm-hmm. maybe nobody wanted to let go of jokes that they wrote and in the end some of them didn't work cuz they didn't match the flow right yeah 
Yeah, it happens like to I the said, best I'll of shows. Watching. I, I like yeah, it's not idea. enough. It's not enough to to, to cause no, anything. Not, not close. And I laughed I, out I, loud, I, man. I, I give it a lot of. Yeah. I give something a lot of credit. If I laugh out loud, that's a hard thing to sure. do for me Same personally. For me. So, yeah, I did a. I did at least five times. I pointed at the screen. I went, I know what you did there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good stuff, though. Good stuff. The the gangsters are fun. I loved all the gangsters, all the different. Uh, I love the uh, fat ass, uh, the the pan to fat ass and his uh, and his other and his oh fat uh, ass, yeah. And the black dude that died up in heaven, like right. watching the kids fight. Like I liked how messed up the message was at the end of the second episode. Of yeah, because it ends in like these black kids and these Hispanic kids beating the crap out of each other in the park brings together the old guys right like right it's it's a dumb message but i liked it yeah it's fun it was a fun ending yeah and then the cutout like fat ass as a cutout just in the van oh great i was like what all right cool so so which which the only thing i was bummed out was was that meant that they had one more guy on their team when they got there right because it was uh the two main guys against each other but then it was julio against the guy's grandfather who did not know where he was yeah (laughs) i believe he said remember grandpa i took you out of the nursing home so we can go beat the shit out some Mexicans. <laughs> that was pretty good. I have yeah. I didn't think they'd be that blunt with it, and I they know. were. And it was pretty great. It's like, yeah, it's one of those decisions. Like, if you're gonna go that way, just like go all the way. Like, go go full, all the way there. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And 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 it worked out because Devonte was very charming by the by the end. You found him like you were happy that him and Luis were like kind of homies, and like yeah. we're sad that their time had passed. The only thing I want to add right. is that that little kid that wanted yeah. a, a knife instead of a gun because uh-huh. he wanted to feel it. <laughs> uh, the fact that he was matched up with a corgi was pretty fantastic. <laughs> that when they were gonna fight, his, his uh-huh. opponent would have been a corgi. Yeah, that's funny. Pretty good. That's good. All right. So yeah, that's that show. <sighs> you keep watching. Yeah, I've seen like four. I think it's only eight. Right? Did we oh, count eight or done. ten? I forget eight or ten. And uh, yeah, yeah, it's a nice little thing. Like it's good to have comedy shows. Cause it's kind of hard to find. Good, good little comedy stuff. Yeah, you're right. So, I think maybe we can uh, add it to another episode sometime down the line, just to let them know how we thought, what we thought. Yeah. The ending. Yeah. If we both knock it out, yeah, for sure. Cool. What else All did right. we watch then? Uh, this one. I mean, do we have to talk about it? I <laughs> guess at this point we do. We're committed. Well, We're on here. The first of all, yeah. This is. Did you watch the correct one? What do you mean? Oh, yeah. Like not the old. Show? You didn't watch the old one, did you? No, no. Right. Only three. The, uh, did you? So did you end up clicking that? I sent you that. Yeah, uh, yeah. So yeah, I was gonna say that. I should I should yeah. clear it over the listener. Dan yeah. sent me a link to the 1993 television series based on the 92 film <laughs> A League of Their Own about Tom Hanks helping a group of women find their place in World War II baseball America. Yeah, dude. And I guess only three episodes aired of that. They're all yep. on YouTube. So you can go watch it. And it's a literal sitcom. So it's a four camera mm-hmm. where it seems like most scenes are just in the dugout, I Laugh guess, track? after the game or something. Laugh track. Yeah. Yep. Okay. I think so. Uh, you know, I didn't even watch it, but yes, it had to be. Yeah. We to only, be. I only saw the intro, the, the theme song or whatever. Of course, there's like a minute long intro, like all mm-hmm. those things, you know, which yeah, is probably the best part of the show. Smiling face. The intro um, wasn't bad. Like the intro looked like yeah, the movie. I mean, it looked was like exactly the movie. like those yeah. old shows of the time that yeah, had yeah. great intros, like as long yeah. and as unbearable as they were. Yes. Still great. Still great. They put intro. their ass into the songs and stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Show for me sure. that smile. Yeah. Uh, oh, God. The, uh, the old show looked terrible. Tell me about this new show. Okay. A League of Their Own. It looks good. But it's been in like I think what this is one of those cases of they overthought it and they overproduced it and they over it's just like overdone in a lot of ways because like there's so many writers on this thing and remember it was like supposed to come out like a couple years ago I think and then it got delayed and then the pandemic probably too to be honest. Well, I but, popped into I popped into the production uh, okay. chunk of Wikipedia. Oh, good. And I'm seeing that in 2017, Abby Jacobson started working on this. God, Abby Jacobson, five years. One of the two girls from. Broad City. Broad City. Yeah, I love her. Yeah, yeah she's I'm great. Jacobson, she's great. I agree. I like yeah. a lot of the stuff that she does. Yeah, but and so what they did here with this is it's fine. Like they're they're trying to pave their own way with this show. There's not really a lot of repeating of the movie other than that these girls are playing for these same teams. Yeah. Some the of the baseball, characters are similar a little bit. What happened to baseball? What happened? What? 
what happened to baseball? Why why are they playing baseball? Oh, d- World War II happened, and the uh, the husbands are at war. So husbands go to war. Some of the people at war are also single men. Let's be clear. <laughs> That's true. Not just Very we didn't true. only Very send true. America's husbands to to yeah. fight uh, in Germany. Right, but similar to the movie, so Gina Davis's character. Uh, is basically Abby Jacobson very, very, very broadly Mm -hmm. and that she's like left a farm town while her husband's at war to go play baseball. She doesn't have a sister. She's not the same strong character as Gina Davis at all. So that's as far as that goes. And then um, the only real other similarity I picked up was uh, Rosie O'Donnell and Madonna's characters are are kind of like... um, Is that... Darcy Card, uh, Darcy, and, uh, and whoever the other lady is. Yeah, I'm looking for her, look but her I'm up. not finding her. Joe Luca, that's Melanie Field, is the name of the actress. Uh, yeah, I see that. Uh, I think of them, those two characters, as our B uh, main characters. Yeah, uh, I think our main characters are Abby Jacobson's Carson Shaw and Shantae Adams as Max Chapman, who is a uh, young black girl with a hell of an arm. Who cannot even get into the women's league because of the color of her skin? Yeah, dude. And this, unfortunately, is the anchor, like anchor in a bad way of Oof. like how it just like holds down this show to me because it's like, and I like it. They're trying to have a strong female black character, right? But, There's and, a story to be told here. Yeah, but it's just like in a show about these like baseball team stuff, whatever. And I'm sure it's going to come together pretty soon, but right. it's really dragging. Like, I'm three. I got to the. Th- the beginning of the third episode and it's like keeps just cutting back to her and and her you know and it's revealed that she's a lesbian like you see her kiss a black woman and all this, this is, stuff so uh chante adams okay max so Chapman. how many yeah. of these women are gay do you think uh there's a lot there's like right? quite a few even abby jacobson and Darcy sure. had that moment in that although Darcy later on you see uh she breaks her heart by running off with a boy. Did she so, break her heart? Is that for uh, sure what she that? made her own co- I'll tell you what happened. Okay. Uh I don't think she broke her heart, but I think yeah. the moment that might have been what it felt like. Uh I think she put herself out there because yeah. Darcy was giving her lead to like let her be more herself. Right. But she instead of like leaning on herself leaned on Darcy Carden's character instead only to find Darcy expecting Abby Jacobson's character to have learned something about herself and, right you know stand up on herself by her own yeah uh, was actually trying to prop herself up on Darcy now and is finding herself falling but but we're not supposed to are we I don't are think we, it's romantic love I think it's uh, yeah it's, it's kind of confusing that you made me open up like that and now I'm right holding the bag Right, yeah. So yeah, they worked that stuff out in the first couple okay, episodes and stuff. Uh, yeah. I think that it's it is meant to. Uh, I think there is something that's meant to be known in that first episode, where uh, where Joe uh, Melanie Fields Joe character who's, yeah who's been hanging out with Greta by the way Darcy Carden's character's name is Greta Joe and Greta go back mm-hmm. a long time but Joe very clearly is like keeping her eyes on Greta as Greta's kind of. Uh, sidling up to Carson to Abby Jacobson's character which uh-huh. m- I think means that uh, Joe has a thing for Greta and Greta does this kind of often oh interesting yeah because in the original movie I, I Rosie and Madonna yeah Rosie and Madonna yeah it's not really because it's very known that Madonna is very much a, like uh, into, into dudes so it's like right. there's a protective yeah, thing a, there like, but I think it is uh, mainly a friendship i think it is I don't I, i'm not saying that this definitely could turn out to be protective not yeah. not romantic yeah I'm just just from filmic language I, mm-hmm. i'm picking that up sure sure yeah yeah and they're the closest of anybody in this show is those two sure. characters. everybody is strangers with the exception of these two yeah oh so then yeah and then a lot of the other characters man i'm just not really into like uh right, like let, so let, let's go through them a little bit. So let me set up the the the, the idea. We already said the whole baseball thing. Yeah. Uh, the what's the name of the team? Uh, Rockford Peaches. The Rockford Peaches are having actually no. The league is having tryouts. The right. The, and then they shuffle everybody into whatever teams they're going to be in. Right. Um, yeah. And That's then right. so when when the teams are announced, there's basically a bunch of like sheets of paper 
posted up, and mm-hmm. each sheet of paper is a team. The mm-hmm. Rockford Peaches are the team that gets the majority of the characters that we meet during the tryouts. But that's really the meat of the episode, of the first episode, is the tryouts. Yeah. The girls trying out, and the men who are overseeing the tryouts talking to each other about how awful, what an awful idea this is. What a terrible, <laughs> bad idea is. These ladies are not ladylike well, enough. A lot of other right, things. Right, right. Yeah, which is true. Like with any kind of female sports, like you're going to have a certain you element go that's back like, in time mm-hmm. to times that were less uh, uncouth rights. When, yeah. when there were less rights for women, they were oh. being told that they're not ladylike enough. For sure. Yeah. Which some of the and, some of the ladies here start off completely unladylike in and yeah. you know, good for them. We yeah, got a exactly. sick pitcher uh, played by Roberta Go- Colindres called Lupe Garcia. Yeah, what, uh, what did you think of her? She could hit too. Yeah, she's fine. Like a lot of these characters, it's just like very like basic stuff, you know. And I've seen her in. I wanted to look up what I. There's something else that. Oh, she's in that movie. Uh, oh wait, sorry, I just saw her in a, in a new movie. Oh, she's in that movie. Oh, that I just saw. She's in Birdman. She's in Girls. And she's in Gotham. Yeah, so she's at oh the Deuce. I remember her from the Deuce as well. I can. She's also in a movie called I Love Dick. I'm gonna go ahead and assume that's a show. The title. Oh, it's a show I'm on uh, Amazon. Right. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. right. Oh, the a good Kevin show. Bacon show. That's yeah, right. that's right. Yeah, yeah. She's not the one who loves Dick. I'm pretty sure though, right? No. Yeah, I didn't no. think so. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, she's fine. Kelly McCormick cool. is also like pretty. I think straightforward, like yeah, tomboyish girl. Right. Um, you know who she looks exactly like, right? Remind me. I, oh, she Amy looks, Amy Nicholson? No. Uh-oh. I think she looks exactly like Janet Varney. Oh, interesting. Yeah. What do you think? Yeah, I could kind of see that. Yeah. She's even more skinny, very thin person. She but, also uh, kind of looks yeah. like, what's that dude who goes, ooh, a piece of candy from, uh, from, uh, <laughs> I don't know. What's who? he called? Uh, 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 family Guy. That's the actor. Uh, oh, that sounds familiar. Oh shoot, James Woods. She also looks oh. like James Woods. Oh yeah, she might little, be related to James Woods. That's funny. Yeah, she has a good moment in the second episode because there is like a, they put the ladies through like a um, a feminine school of right. like how you're supposed to act like a lady and stuff. And uh, she has a funny scene where she just like doesn't do her makeup. She's kind of refusing to do anything ladylike, and the girls I, are like, no, 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 like we need you to, we need your help. So then they, because they were kicking out, they literally started kicking out these girls that weren't. Fitting the bill. Or, yeah. 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 The, so then, uh, mm-hmm. Is there enough of a difference between her and the Lupe character? I think they're kind of similar. Uh, There's enough. I think there must be just in terms of because I think the other girl who plays in the field. Is she more not a pitcher, uh, yeah. right? She's like, yes. Yeah. Um, okay. I know what you're saying, though. I know what you're saying. Yeah, they're kind of two sides of the, almost the same coin. Yeah. And then we have um, Esti Gonzalez, played by Priscilla Delgado, that has very little to do in the first uh, episode. Pardon me. Nope, I've got the wrong one. She's not the Cuban girl. She's the double-pigtailed oh. girl that is nervous about everything. Oh, okay. What do you uh, think of her? I don't know. Yeah, I mean, this is just like very basic characters, characterizations, you know. So yeah, not a lot not, to hold on really to. Really. Line, huh? Okay. Yeah, so uh, that's why. From Berlant is a character, is an actress yeah. I know, or a comedian I know. Who is she in the show? Shirley Cohen. She plays like kind of like a hypochondriac type character who seems oh, to be afraid that's the of. The one I thought was the pigtailed girl, but when I oh, looked up no, you're Priscilla right. Delgado. No, you're right. Her that picture Priscilla... is of the pigtailed girl, so I don't know who Kate Berlant is. You're right that Kate Berlant. Yeah. Looking at her, I thought she was that character. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. She, um, but, and I like Kate Berlant, but like this yeah, character. I like Dale Dickey. She's one of the like the the military ladies that shows up. Right. Yeah. The, the lead military lady. Oh, she's great. Yeah. Dale Dickey's a fantastic actress. She's she in, a real good like five episode villain on Justify. Yeah, yeah. She's been in so many things, dude. She's, yeah. she's great. Yeah, she's great. So there's good stuff here, Dan. Why isn't it gelling? Okay, so a lot. The thing is, is that you can have all the performers and whatever you want, but there's just not a lot of what I like to say meat on the bone. Okay, like, there's not really a, like a lot of um, interestingness to these characters for the most part. Darcy Carden is the one person that I feel like I would maybe keep watching this show just because I I want to look at her. And she's great. Yes, she's be absorbed she's by her. In, yeah, she's enrapturing for sure. Yeah, uh, but she is easily the character that I got the least information out of. 
uh, after the first episode. First right. episode's about an hour long, just so you know. It's not a 47er. It's a full 58 and a half, I think. Right, yep. Whereas the so, other one seems shorter, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so that's a full episode or a full hour. And for the whole hour, she's got a lot of lines and you don't really learn that much about her. Yeah, but in that way, that's why I'm telling Like, I think she's like the grounding thing from the movie. Uh, which I think works. I think that works because like Madonna's character is is the same kind of thing, but then they expand on it. So then by episode two and then into episode three, like I, I guarantee it's going to go deeper um, than the Madonna character originally did, which is cool. So it's a, it, it's taking on a new path, whereas like a lot of these characters aren't starting at any kind of point where we have anywhere to go necessarily or that I'm right. interested in. You know, It seems like they're all starting from the same place, which is uh, men don't think we can do it. So we left whatever we had behind us, which for the most part seems fairly paltry for, for most of them yeah, uh, and yeah, to come do this thing. So like, and we've put all our eggs in this basket, so it has to succeed. Right. And then to watch that week to week, that's what I'm saying is that if the mm-hmm. interest isn't there for these characters, then to take a movie that's like a two, was like a two hour perfect movie and you got enough of all this kind of stuff. Why, why do I want to watch eight episodes? Eight you hours should probably of TV, mention that. You know? um, yeah. Like, I don't know how young you are listening to this, but the movie, uh, the 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 movie that this is based on was an enormous success, which is why mm. a year later they tried to field a, yeah. a, a sitcom. Right. Uh, it was an enormous success, and it's wildly charming. The, the characters are very... But it's about the baseball. or I mean, it's about the struggle, but it's, a, it's, it's through the lens of the baseball. Whereas yeah. I think this show is doing a lot of like head head motions towards deeper storylines for some of these girls mm-hmm. but i'm just not i i'm just not seeing it and after one episode i only give a shit if they're good at baseball like That's that kind of is the only thing i care about yeah and you don't get that much baseball because we're right. slowing everything down to get to know these characters, you know this and that like whatever well, like whatever the 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 thing that they're trying to get us involved with but it's like it slows it down to a point where it's just not interesting really yeah, like, I, I think so, i just realized something yeah so seeing as they slow down the like baseball and the stuff yeah so as to like watch them struggle with um ladylike ism in the times of of you know world war ii yeah. while still trying to do something that is quote unquote unladylike yeah uh, it seems like a lot of these um characters are going to be wrestling with their sexuality mm-hmm. uh, right, whether it's sure. gay sexuality uh finding a husband in a world that demands it or mm-hmm. missing your partner because they're mm-hmm. off to, at war and in a lot of danger uh right it seems like like Obviously, we're getting a lot of the like black women and how they were treated in yep. comparison to white women. Yep. Um, so maybe this show is not for us, Dan. <laughs> maybe mm-hmm. that's why it didn't really cotton to us. That could be. But I saw on Rotten Tomatoes, the fan reaction yes. seemed very, yes. very paltry the, as well. Like the it did critics not... are also not. They're not jumping for joy over this one it's, either. Well, it's weird because it's enough of for a lot of them, I think, because it's like coherent and there's like it looks good and whatever. It's like prestige. It's a prestige TV type show. So right. it's got like it's getting enough reviews to get like an average of seven out of ten. Therefore, yeah. the, the Rotten Tomatoes is super high. But really, it's uh, it's so not the it's not the thing we I thought we were going to get. What's I that? don't have to say this to you. I, I realize that you cover that because um that's what Rotten Tomatoes says. So if you wanted to know what critics say, you would go to Rotten Tomatoes and see that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you and I don't really listen to that score. We have mm-hmm. a handful of critics who we think are are not even necessarily critics, just film writers, mm-hmm. from where whose opinions matter a lot more than the tomato meter score, right? Yeah. So among the critics that I normally read, okay. and and I suggest that people who think like film and television criticism is like a waste of time, uh, maybe you're right. But that doesn't mean you can't find people who you, whose words mean something to you. When mm-hmm. when I say critics, and a lot of times when Dan say critics, he mm-hmm. means critics that are worth a damn, not just right. criticism in general. Yeah, people that I've heard a breadth of their work that like right. I can really respect and exactly. uh, maybe exactly. agree with. Obviously, too, that's part of it. That maybe Sometimes. most of the time, probably. Yeah. But at least, or maybe hold your own feet to the fire in terms of you your have opinions. respect for the opinion. You yeah, see that exactly. Intelligence has been laid into it, or the the emotions that you expect out of the things that you like. Yeah, and yeah, that's how that's right. how you find critics. When people right. say critics, they don't mean everybody. They mean the smart guys. 
So who did you did you see some people's uh, takes AV on Club this? Said I, yeah. Now that you called me out on who did it, uh, <laughs> AV Club didn't love it, and some of the guys on oh, okay. uh, the film cast, formerly the Slash film cast, didn't love okay. it. Okay. Uh, mixed reviews. Some people did, and some people didn't. Over on the te- no fighting in the war room. Oh okay. Yeah, because I so, yeah, I no. haven't heard too many um, opinions in that way. Um, but just looking at yeah, I can just get a sense for some things like on. Um, on IMDb, it's got 5.9 out of 10. The popularity has gone down 10 spots in the last, mm-hmm. let's say, week to 106 on TV, which for a prestige new TV show, like that's not good. That's but that's, that's really rough. About, that's the thing about taking an old IP and turning it. Yeah, uh, is you right. got to hit it the first time. You got right. your first shot has to hit the nostalgia perfectly or you're going to yeah. lose everyone who tuned in just because it's called a league of their own and not because right. they like a prestige television. Right. Yeah. So I'm calling it now that I think this show, I don't know if it gets another season really. No, I don't you know? think this gets another season. I think, yeah, I think it's a bummer that I don't know what the last episodes look like. Maybe there's gold in there. Right. But if there isn't, no, I agree. I don't think this gets another season, which is yeah. crazy because it has names in it. Like usually something with more than one or two names, like at least has the power of their executive producing behind it. Right. And then the last kind of just investigative thing where I'm just adding up some uh, numbers here. So on IMDb, the individual episodes are rated um, and they don't have tons of ratings. But like as you go along, uh, the episodes have some pretty good reviews like in the middle part. Oh, you know what? I think it's gone down since literally yesterday. Like I swear oh, this was wow. way higher than it is well, now. So it seems to be dropping. How long ago did it come out? Literally like a week. I think not even two like days this ago. past week. It came out two days ago. Oh, okay. So it is uh, pretty. So right now is real new. early. We don't, yeah, we don't that's have true. a real like. That's true. Uh, it's hard to. on what. Yeah. Yeah. I would be interested to see like in like a couple weeks, maybe Ooh, something. Here's a question. Yeah. Second episode, do we get Nick Offerman as the coach? Yes. Oh, yeah, yeah, we do. Yeah, yeah. That's we like, didn't get him in the first. I was bummed. Right. I wrote, I wrote one note, and it was that uh, Offerman pops up. And I like his character. It's interesting. I mean, it's hard not to like anything he does, but um, he's not Tom Hanks' character. Like, they're not starting him from right. that point of view as this, like, down and so out. So you think that we're going to watch him pee? I don't think so. No. Good. No. Yeah. Good. <laughs> that would be The great. long pee. Because remember, yeah, what was that not, thing? With Tom the, Hanks pees in all his movies. Yeah, right. right. That's yeah. what I was going to say. I remember hearing about that. That's funny. Um, uh, and he definitely pees in uh, A League of Their Own. We watch him taking a leak. Yeah, it's like the longest pee. It's like the Adam um, Sandler skit. Yeah. And then Rosie O'Donnell pa- pops up apparently as a owner of a gay bar later on in the show. Oh, interesting. Okay. Yeah. All right. That's cool. But see that, and that kind of is like... I don't know. Like, did those even exist back then? You know what I'm saying? It's like, yeah, how much I of this is... I imagine it's more like a secret gay bar, not a... Not oh, for like sure. A, it's not advertised as that. Well, for sure. But also, it's like... Uh, so, the Rotten Tomatoes um, summation of, of like, uh, critical opinions was that mm-hmm. maybe, like... And I had to look up this word. I didn't know this word. Anachronism? Sure. It means that has nothing to do with anything. Or, like, it has nothing to do with the time that it existed, I guess. Oh, right. So, that, hence the crone part of anachronism, right? Right. Oh, okay. Kronos right. Kronos. Right. Yeah. So, it, I kept an eye out for that watching the show, and I have to agree with some of that, where it's like, yeah, we're in the 40s, but, like, are we constantly reminded that we're in the 40s, and mm-hmm. how do they walk that uh, tightrope of, uh, like, being... talking seems fine for the most part. They do talk, like, old-timey people. I don't know though, because like Abby, Ooh, Abby Jacobson at the talk very about Instagram at the uh, no, they don't talk I'm about Instagram, kidding, but yeah, yeah, but like uh, Abby Jacobs is running to get on the train and she says the words uh, "let it happen," that's or true. it's gonna happen or something like that. Point. And I was just like, no, she does say Ugh. "let it happen." That sounds that's and very I think modern. that taking Abby taking modern speech away from Abby Jacobson would be really hindering her comedic abilities. No, that's so true. Maybe that's why. Maybe that's why. Yeah, for her, they'll make a little bit of an excuse because right. And I don't. She is not old timey at all. Abby Jacobson is a very modern woman. Right. <laughs> yes. She I'm looks very... a little old timey. She can. Yeah. She can appear old timey. I was but thinking as soon about... as she opens her mouth, she seems real modern. Yeah, and I was thinking it's like, uh, obviously, there's a reason like she would be involved in this instead of um, the other counterpart who could not be at all. I don't think in anything like really, at least this period. Um, do you know what I'm talking about? Um, from Broad City? Maybe? Yeah, the other side of the Broad City. Uh, Lana Jacobs. Names. Or no, Lana 
Ilana. Ilana. Ilana Glazer. Ilana Glazer. Was there no Jewish girls in the league? No, I don't. I mean, I don't know. Like Kate Berlant's character, I think, plays a Jewish uh, lady. I thought Pigtails was too. Maybe, yeah, maybe. How much it's gonna play into yeah, anything? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know, but, but for uh, sure, yeah, she doesn't fit in the old timey world. She only, oh. she only, uh, Ilana Glazer only belongs in modern day New York. Yeah, exactly. Yes. Um, one scene that I'll give credit to the show for that I like just because of the nature of the performers in that moment. So when uh, Abby Jacobson and uh, Darcy are writing that letter in the lobby. Uh, oh, yeah. There's a lot of improv, I think, in that scene. Sure. Um, it lends itself to cut, that. The different cuts of them goofing around, basically. Yeah, exactly. They're getting drunk and they're writing a letter to Abby's husband. I'll do you one more. Mm-hmm. All the montages are great. Yeah. The, the, all, the montages in the first episode, the the one of them, when like, so they go into the tryouts and they're going through the tryouts and then about halfway through the tryouts, the music picks up and they just do a big montage of all the different players doing all the different things. What a yeah. fantastic montage. I love that. I, yeah. I was having a really good time. It was fun. I loved yeah. the way the girls were sliding, looked all rough. And like I was like, man, yeah. I don't even think men slid that hard <laughs> back then. <laughs> it was great. It was. It looked super. What a good montage. Uh, yeah. And yeah, you're right. The letter writing montage was also very, very charming. Yeah, but you're right. Because it, 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 uh, obviously we want more baseball, but this show doesn't want to be a real baseball show, I don't think it's so. It's not, yeah. It's a tough balance for uh, certain aspects of the watching audience, I think. I feel like, like maybe when the movie came out, the yeah. movie was about what a great metaphor baseball is for the struggle of women in the 1920s. Uh, 1940s, I'm 40s, sorry. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, the, uh, and where, and so, so the movie went, here's baseball as a metaphor. So then the show goes, the the creators of the show go, what a great metaphor, but obviously as a metaphor is not all encompassing. Let's build the story out so we can, instead of using a metaphor, just tell you the story. Right. Yep. And I think maybe that's just not a story that's meant to be told that I'm like that, that hungry for. Right. Uh, But maybe also this isn't a great show. Yeah. Yeah. And that's the thing of like starting to come up more and more now with like, Everybody wants to be the new, the new film is the new T is a, is a TV show. Like it's, sure. everything's moving to the streaming right. thing. How can we get a lot of content? But this is one of the few cases that I can think of where I'm just like, oh yeah, I don't know if this really works in the format as a TV show. It's interesting. Yeah. It's interesting. I, uh, I am a little surprised that out of the last five shows we've talked about on this podcast, I'm planning yeah. on watching four out of the five. Yeah, so, that's crazy. Yeah, that's pretty crazy. I, I'm almost thankful to a league of their own for giving me a show that I'm not going to watch. <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. Who knows? And I think for some people, they will find the show and then open some uh, some hearts and some minds or whatever. Oh, and so if, if that's cool. Like a month from now, it comes out that this show is a gem and people honestly love it. Yeah, I'm fine saying I was incorrect about the show and it's not for me. Right, That's, exactly. I'm totally fine. I there's shows that on this podcast I will be like, this is trash, and people shouldn't watch this. Right, right. I'm not. I'm not that mad about, at this show. No, 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 no. It means well. It's just that it's mm-hmm. just we, we have to. Yeah, we just have to. We have so much time to watch so many things. So tell you what, looks be pretty. Looks great. Yeah. Oh yeah. It's it's well shot. Uh, the the colors pop. The uh, set dressings are gorgeous. The 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 places the the locales are great they look real yep. old timey i like it yeah the, the visually just and wish the story was more something i can hang on yeah and so offerman maybe a little jacobson a little darcy that might be enough for me maybe to just i would keep take scoop it. I those know. three up and put them in a different show what else can you do yeah i know i know Bummer, it seems like this was a real uh labor of love for abby jacobson though i know yeah yeah, yeah. So at least for her, it's like uh, even if it's not the crazy successful thing, is she yes. got it made? She got a season made, and she'll go do some other stuff. So, all we'll right. See. And the all same right, will go for us. We're gonna go do other stuff, all yeah. the way up until next week when we probably will have a throwback movie for you. Uh, yes. But you'll definitely know what the movie is when the episode comes out. Oh, that's right? for sure. We're not throwing up an episode with no title. Yeah, mystery episode. I don't think so. (laughs) All right, all right. That's an interesting idea. Adios, get out of here. Goodbye. Bye. Now, just watch.